In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never so, concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to quote Martin Luther King Jr., whose monument stands on the mall, and say that the U.S. government ought to treat people based on who they are and what they do and not how they look and how they were born, should assess people on the content of their character, not the color of their skin. If that's your position, you are by definition, according to the people you just saw, a white supremacist. This is scary. Congressman Cory Bush of Missouri spelled out the purpose of the bill, which of course is entirely political. Quote, the Republican Party has become the party of unfettered white supremacist violence. So there was only one Republican who voted for this bill, and that's the man who's become completely undone and whose, whose total destruction as a man really does deserve your pity, and that's Adam Kinzinger. Here's why he said he voted for it. People like Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, you know, people like Matt Gates, Mo Brooks, the folks you think about, um, they are almost leading. Well, I, I would argue that they are leading the Republican caucus. And so Kevin McCarthy, Elise Stefanik, instead of leading, as you know, their title, leadership, should suggest they do, they basically are tolerating this all in the name of hopefully I become speaker someday. You can't fundraise. You can't feed. You can't live on fear because eventually you're going to create fearful people. And fearful people can do really bad things. And I think that's what we saw in Buffalo. So they're continuing to tell you in the face of all available evidence 
that the mass murder you saw over the weekend in Buffalo was inspired by hateful right-wing rhetoric when in fact that mass murder was committed by someone with diagnosed mental illness that the adults around him apparently ignored, okay? So you saw a shooting by a crazy person that has been hijacked by partisan forces to crush political dissent, to attack civil liberties in this country. You should care about that. You should care about that, ladies and gentlemen. And this is just another one of the illegitimate Biden regime's attempts to rip up the Constitution like it doesn't even exist. And what they're talking about there, if you caught that, um, that montage by Tucker last night, I saw it this morning. I don't watch Fox News. Uh, but what, what, what they're talking about is the House passing the domestic terrorism bill in which they will use the crooked FBI to silence conservatives who disagree with them. And they are on a gun-grabbing um, escapade like you've never seen before in the United States of America. It is about to get ugly. These people are dying to kill American citizens, meaning they are dying to have a civil war. It's happening right now in New York with Kathy Hochul. They're going to use this, transform the name of, de- of domestic terrorism like they transformed the name of racism, like they transformed the name of bigotry. They're going to use this and they're going to transform the name of domestic terrorism to where you fit that bill. I fit that bill. My producer fits that bill. Christians fit that bill. All conservatives fit that bill. But only if they are MAGA conservative Christians. This will not end well. It's just another illegitimate uh, push by an illegitimate regime that has no legal right to be occupying 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue to begin with. And just as our friend Steve Bannon on the War Room says, elections have consequences, stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. And as you've seen there in that cold open, little action figure ankle-biting Adam Kinzinger who talks a big game and talks real tough for being all of four foot five when he's on camera or when he's behind a computer screen. But I'll bet you a coward, spineless pile of crap like Adam Kinzinger would never say the things that he says in front of a Matt Gates, or for that matter, in front of a Marjorie Taylor Greene. Have you seen the workout regime that Marjorie Taylor Greene has? She could bench press little Adam Kinzinger and punch his little ankle-biting butt to the moon if she wanted to. He is nothing but a scared, coward, rhino, loser, scumbag. Folks, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, God-loving, and soldier of God. Host of the show, hip-hop patriot Jeremy Harrell, thank you very much for joining in. I am broadcasting, as always, from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire, and it's a pleasure to be here with you. And folks, I told you a couple months ago we were switching gears. I told you a month ago it's time to go on offense, and that is exactly what we've been doing since. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do when they're backpedaling. So what are they going to do? They're going to bring in new pandemics through the lovely southern border. They're going to try to do everything they can to rip up the Constitution, lock you back down again, and then destroy you. But we're not going to let it happen, are we? We don't need Trump to come save us. 
We do need Jesus to come save us. But we're not going to let it happen. As the great D. Snyder says, we're not going to take it. No, we ain't going to take it. We're not going to take it anymore. And that is why they're labeling mama bears and papa bears as domestic terrorists. Folks, I want to thank you very much for being here with me today and every day here on Live from America. We do shows twice a day, Monday through Friday. If you're watching on Real America's Voice News, I want to say thank you very much. If you're new to the show, I will ask you to spread it to your family and friends. This is not your typical political show. This is not your typical podcast. This is not your typical um, uh, audio podcast. Folks, we are on fire. We are on offense. We are fighters. We're soldiers of God, wearing the armor of God, and we are not going to take it anymore. So, ladies and gentlemen, if I could, I'd like to give some live shout-outs here real quick. Um, Pharrell, mom, is watching on uh, Rumble. God bless you. Lisa Naquin, watching on Rumble. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Of course, Barb and Jim Peters. Amanda Collins is watching on Facebook. Scotty17, how you doing? Good to see you. I want to say hello to everybody in the Real America's Voice News Getter Chat, and I want to jump over to my personal Getter um page as well because folks i gotta tell you what you might not love getter but i do it's getter rumble true social and telegram for me folks from here until the end of time and uh, i am actually very much loving getter getter to me is one of the best platforms out there right now i'd like to say hello to bev 1958 big shout out to jason miller as well he's doing a heck of a job here on getter brian tharp how you doing tootsie 2031 miguel ortiz good to see you all thank you very much Lesko Brandon is in the building. Susan Vermontes, God bless you. Thank you for watching. Roxy Loves Life and Heidi Pfeiffer. Thank you all. I do appreciate each and every one of you. I do love seeing your names day after day. It allows me to get closer to you. It allows us to have a better relationship, and it allows us to really know one another. And then when I meet you when I'm out on the road doing an event with Real America's Voice News, out on the Save America Freedom Tour, I might not know what your face is, but when you say, hi, I'm so-and-so, I am this handle on Rumble, I go, oh, yeah. And, we, and it's like we've always known each other. It's really, really wonderful, and I just uh, I hope we continue that. I hope we continue to help people through our Slurp Fund. We're gonna start. Uh, we're gonna start uh, doing the Slurp Fund again on Monday. Um, we had a pretty uh, a pretty uh, low Slurp Fund. I guess you could say the balance was low because we'd been really helping people out for quite a while. Just tried to build that back up, and we will start uh, uh, sending back out. We have a whole file of people who need help. I know some people need help quicker than others, but we're doing the best we can. We ask for your patience. Last night, we were behind 150 Bibles. Last night, we got a good third of them packaged up, and we're sending them out this morning, and we'll, we'll grab the rest of them as well today. If you're not following me on True Social, it is at Real Jeremy Harrell. If you're not following me on Getter, it is Jeremy Harrell, and I want to thank those who are donating to the Rumble Rants this morning. Let's get to the verse of the day, there was no actual newsletter that went out this morning uh, to all those who are uh, attached to the newsletter. So we're going to go ahead and read from Jesus Listens here on this May 20th year of our Lord, 2022. Bless Jesus. I delight in hearing you whisper to my heart, quote, I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. These comforting words are like a safety net to my spirit. 
protecting me from falling into loneliness, depression, and despair. Because I am human, I have lots of ups and downs in my life's experiences, but the promise of your presence limits how far down I can fall. So please increase my awareness of your loving presence that is with me always. I admit that sometimes I feel as if I am in a free fall, especially when people or things I had counted on let me down. Yet as soon as I remember that you are with me, my perspective changes radically. Instead of bemoaning my circumstances and wallowing in them, I turn to you for help. I recall that not only are you with me, but you are holding me by the right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterwards you will take me into your glory. This is exactly the perspective I need, the assurance of your abiding presence, and the promise of heaven's eternal glory. In your exalted name we pray, amen. And I think that's a good time, folks, to go to the Lord in prayer. Let's all, from your lips to God's ears, let's say the Lord's prayer together. And if you don't pray, and if you don't want to be uh, pray with us, then please just do me the kind favor of sharing the video if you're watching on social media. I would appreciate it. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, so many people who don't even watch the show have been recipients of the morning newsletter and the prayers that we do on Live from America because so many people forward them to other folks that they think needs to read them. And the amount of people that I have gotten a message from that don't even watch the show that said, I saw your newsletter and it helped me today. It's absolutely incredible. And it's not our work. It's God's work that we are doing. And that's why he's using you. Thank you very much. And we will be right back right after this. And yes, as you guys know, this is the Friday where there is only one show. So we are recording for uh, Real America's Voice News. Thomas Hamaker says, amen, brother, I needed that. You know what's crazy about the word of God and the gospel? Sometimes it changes everything. You can wake up feeling so lonely, so mad, so angry, so depressed, whatever it is. And if you just maybe sometimes even hear somebody else read the word of God to you, it changes your entire demeanor. It really is an incredible thing to see, feel, and be a part of. And I want to say thank you all for allowing me to to have a God-centered show, to really have a God-centered show and to really make sure that we include God in everything that we do. Times are getting freaky, says Lacey Barcelo. You are not wrong. I forward the newsletter to my family and friends, says Rockin' Robbins. Well, I apologize for not getting one out to you this morning then. Thank you, C. Beck, for the $20. Thank you, Garco65, for the $25. Thank you, Jennifer L. Jazz. God bless you for the $75. So Salty6 says, keep preaching and sent $25. And Scotty17 said, replenish the slurp fund, $25. You know, folks, here's the deal. Right now, you guys all know that I am in a, uh, 
I'm in the beginning stages of the lawsuit. I can't really talk a lot about it right now, but I promise you I'll bring you through it um, transparently when I can. But here's what I am de- I'm going to tell you. If this lawsuit goes through, and believe me, it will, there's going to be a lot of monetary damages that are owed to my family, specifically for making sure that my children are going to be safe for the rest of their lives and get a good education that they need for the rest of their lives and to be away from pedophiles and predators. But I prayed to God many, many times that if anything ever happened with this show or anything ever blew up to where I didn't need donors to help this show anymore or if anything ever happened to me, in which case I came into, for some reason, a small fortune. Do you know the first thing that I asked God for was if that were to happen, to please direct me right to the Slurp Fund file that we have so that I can give everybody what they need to bring them out of despair or hard, troubling times. The second thing that I would do is I would go build my children's Christian school, an actual school with a gymnasium, which they don't have. After that, we would go along and we would go to the homeless shelters here in our town and we would literally try to lift everybody out of poverty that we possibly can. I never, ever, ever think about what I can do with my family if we had a little extra money and didn't live paycheck to paycheck. But I can promise you this, that I am going to take, the head, I am going to take my fight directly to the public school system. I'm going to take my fight directly to the groomers. I'm going to take my fight directly to the pedophiles of this world. And I'm going to take my fight right to the people just like Disney that are doing this to children across the world. It's not going to stop until we make it stop. And I want to encourage each and every one of you to right now make sure that you know what's going on with your children. Get involved with what's going on in their school uh, and in the curriculum and make sure, make sure that you hold them school. I can guarantee you that if this is happening to me in my position with my job and these teachers knowing the job that I have and they're still doing this kind of stuff, and by the way, way over the line stuff that you don't know about yet, then ladies and gentlemen, yes, these people think that they're untouchable. And we're going to touch about, we're going to talk about that a little bit more in depth when I, uh, when we do one of these stories here t- um, today. So I'm going to stop it right there, but just let you know, you guys and the people of my community in this country mean far more to me than me having a few extra dollars in my bank account. And if you don't believe me, just ask my producer. He'll tell you the same thing. Okay. All right, let's come back from this and get right to the first and foremost section because we got some stuff to take care of today, folks. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. God bless you all, and thank you for joining me this evening. Um, I do want to get right to the first and foremost section, so please put your cups up and let's have our first slurp because we need some fuel. We need some gasoline because I have a feeling that we're going to get a little amped up today. So I hope that uh, even if you're watching this in the evening, I hope it's not a little bit too amped for you not to get some sleep because I'm about to go MAGA. So here we go. Here we go. Fighters, 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 fighters. We are fighters. You're a fighter. I'm a fighter. Real America's Voice News is a fighter. Steve Bannon's a fighter. All these people, all of you, We want fighters. That's what MAGA is all about. MAGA, making America great again, is about people standing up and fighting back for what is theirs. MAGA is all about people fighting back against the corruption that has been in this country for decades. 
MAGA is all about exposing bad and evil people and ridding the political atmosphere of them and hopefully ridding our communities of them. MAGA is about fighting. And you cannot talk about one word without being, having it be synonymous with another. Now, last night, I started the same way, talking about fighters. And now we're going to highlight another fighter. And somebody who has just went from MAGA to ultra MAGA. You ready? That is Representative Madison Cawthorn. He has just been absolutely taken advantage of and screwed over by our Republican Party. And it's not going to happen any longer. I can tell you that right now. And Madison Cawthorn vows, and I am quoting here, a dark MAGA takeover. A dark MAGA takeover for what the Republican Party, the Uniparty, the Rhinos, whatever you want to call them, did to him. The time for gentle politics, as usual, has come to an end, said Madison Cawthorn, the defeated Republican, presumably not in reference to the, political, uh, to the politics of non-Jews. Less than 48 hours after his shocking defeat in North Carolina's primary election, Representative Madison Cawthorn took to Instagram to post a defiant, vengeful, and typo-riddled message promising a dark MAGA comeback. Now Madison Cawthorn is speaking my language, ladies and gentlemen. This is the kind of rhetoric I want to see from somebody who just got cheated by their own party. After decrying the establishment-driven campaign to unseat him following a long series of scandals and lots of dark money that went towards defeating him, Madison Cawthorn credited those who called his true allies, specifically naming figures like President Donald Trump, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, the great Charlie Kirk, and Tucker Carlson. Quote, I am now on a mission to expose those who say and promise one thing, yet legislate and work towards another. Self-profiteering globalist goals, Madison said. It's time for the rise of the new Right. It's time for Dark Maga to truly take command. Woo! I love what he's talking about. This is speaking my language, folks, and I am right there with him. Before vowing that this Dark Maga would defeat the cowardly and weak members of our own party, Cawthorn said the time for gentle politics as usual has come to an end. GOP State Senator Chuck Edwards defeated Cawthorn by 1.5% in Tuesday night's primary election, and the 26-year-old incumbent may serve out his term until January 2023. Folks, this is the kind of fire that we need from our elected officials. This is the kind of people that we need to elect in order to stand up for America, in order to stand up for MAGA, and in order to stand up for America First policies. When you look at somebody like David Perdue, do you see that kind of a person? And I'm asking you. I'm not telling you what to think. I'm asking you. And I want to see your answers in the comment threads if you're watching on, on, on uh, social media. When you look at David Perdue, do you see that kind of a intensity and that kind of a fire coming from him? Yes or no? Let me ask you another question. When you look at Dr. Mehmet Oz from Pennsylvania. 
Do you see that kind of intensity and do you see that kind of grit, determination, and fire coming from Dr. Mehmet Oz? Do you? So let me ask you this. Why in the HE double hockey sticks did President Trump put his endorsement behind um, David Perdue and Dr. Mehmet Oz weeks ago and work tirelessly with his, adv- with, his, uh, with his team to push these guys over the top, but yet couldn't give Madison Cawthorn that same kind of endorsement? Now, look, I've said time and time again, I am 1,000% MAGA, and I am 1,000% behind President Donald J. Trump. I've also said that I am not a blind follower of anybody, and that we can have disagreements with, De- with Donald J. Trump. Let's hope, let's hope that our disagreements... And our cries from the United States of America on the ground and in the field reach the ears of Donald J. Trump and he stops listening to the politicians around him about who can and can't win an election. It's very simple. To everybody who's listening right now, whether you are a politician or not, whether you are for Dr. Oz, for David Perdue or not, whether you are President Donald J. Trump or not, if your candidate does not look like a Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Madison Cawthorn, a Matt Gates, and yes, even a Jim Jordan to a certain extent, although I wasn't happy with something he said last week, then they are not MAGA candidates. And they definitely do not have the grit, fire, and determination that is needed in order to make sure that we rid the party of these rhinos and these uniparty dirtbags who are still playing the same kind of politics that the left plays in order to screw us out of what is rightfully ours. So from now on, if your party does not look like that, sound like that, walk, talk, and act like that, then they are not worth your time. I want to give the Smarty Award of the day today to Madison Cawthorn for being so strong, for being so MAGA, and for making the, the, uh, the transition from MAGA to ultra MAGA. Smarty Award of the day. Madison Cawthorn, by the way, hopefully I think we're getting him on the show next week. Cannot wait for that. We need more people like him. Now, before we go to this uh, first commercial break, we need to switch gears here real quick, and we need to focus on the public school system, folks. I've said it time and time again, time and time again, and I will be unapologetic when I am referring to the public school system as the trash of society. It is no longer an academic institution that looks out for the education of our children, the safety of our children, and furthering our children's education into college years and their, basically their adult lives. The public school system is no longer looking out for you. They are no longer working for you. And the only thing that the public school system is good for right now is a, uh, is, is a trash bin, is a recycle bin. Every public school system in this country needs to be bulldozed over and we need to rebuild what we call the public school system. I blame the National Board of Education. I blame, I don't think we even need, I don't think we need 
a, uh, a division of the government that has anything to do with public school systems. That needs to be at a state level, just like abortion, just like everything else. Because it's gone too far, folks. It has gone way too far. It's out of control. And here's the worst part about the public school system. They don't want you having control of your child to the point where they have now teamed up with DCF. Your state's DCF, DCFS, whatever you want to call it, Child Protective Services, CPS, whatever you call it in your state. And they've done this very strategically because if they can use mental health, if they can say, oh, this child is saying that things aren't good at home, if they can just brainwash and indoctrinate your kid into saying a few key words, a few key words, a few, a few dog whistle words, then they can get Child Protective Services or DCF involved. And once they get them guys involved, and by the way, in the state of Vermont, all you have to do is not call your child by the proper pronoun that they think they should go by, and that is child abuse. I know this from personal experience with things that my friends are going through right now. So what they do is then they get the government or the state or whatever involved by DCF or Child Protective Services. Once they do that, They have now taken the power from you and your wife or your husband, and they now control your child's future. And might I'd say nine times out of ten at that point, your child will will be taken from you and be placed in some kind of a foster care. I've seen it happen time and time again. And you ask yourself, well, why would they do this? Why would they want to do this? The reason why they'd want to do this, folks, is because this left-wing Marxist, communist, globalist agenda wants your child from the cradle to the grave. Now, before the cradle, they're nothing but a clump of cells that can be dispersed of and thrown in the trash, picked apart, limb from limb, literally, and sold. But after that, oh, no, 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 we want your child from the cradle to the grave. Folks, let me just tell you this, and let me tell you this right now. In 2022 alone, 135 teachers and teachers' aides have already been fired for sexual misconduct or sex, child sex crimes in this country. And that's just what we know about. Imagine how, how many teachers are out there doing this to children all over the country that we don't know about yet. Already in 2022, 135 teachers have been fired for child sex crimes or sexual misconduct to a child in some way, shape, or form. And I'm going to tell you this right now. If your child goes to public school... You better get involved right now and find out what in the H-E double hockey sticks is going on with your kid. And you better find out what kind of relationships they have with their teachers because these guys are good. These people are good at what they do. They are groomers. That is what their, that is what their job is, to be a groomer and not a teacher. And that, that is worth fighting for. We're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. When we come back, we've got a great guest with us. Cindy Werner from the great state of Wisconsin running for Attorney General when we come back right after this. All right, folks, now that we're on this commercial break, uh, Cindy, we are still live for the, uh, for the social media audience, so I want, uh, I want you to know that uh, you are live for them. If, you would like to, uh, if you'd like to say hello to them, uh, they can hear you now. Okay, thank you so very much for this opportunity. I'm Cindy Warner. I am running for Lieutenant Governor for the great state of Wisconsin. We have nine candidates in this race and um, it's been a wild race. And today, this weekend is our state convention uh, in Wisconsin. So I'm looking forward to the opportunity to not only address uh, any questions that your audience may have or you may have, I'm also looking forward to our state convention because it's gonna be a 
a little bit more lively than what it has been in the past. I, I, I agree. Hey, Cindy, can you do me a quick favor? Can you just move yes, a little bit to your right just so I can have you centered in the screen a little bit? There you go. That works perfect right there. Awesome. Okay. All right. So, um, so what I'm going to do now is I'm just going to go uh, back from commercial break. And then I'll reintroduce you to the actual Real America's Voice news audience. But everybody in social media land is saying hello and welcome to Live from America. So thanks. All right. Let's be right back. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. This is Real America's Voice News. I thank you for being here uh, today. And uh, we've got a very special guest. First time here on Live from America running for attorney general. In the great state of Wisconsin, Lieutenant Governor, excuse me, I'm sorry, Lieutenant Governor, uh, in the great state of Wisconsin, not Attorney General, and that is Cindy Werner. God bless you, Cindy. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you so very much for this opportunity. And thank you to your audience for listening in as well. Uh, My name is Cindy Werner. I'm one of these moms. I'm a mom, a grandma, a Christian constitutional conservative, and I'm seeking to continue to serve my community, my state, by running for lieutenant governor. So I'm here today to get to know more about your audience and your audience to get to know more about me. Sure. And, and, and uh, I know um, I, I looked at your, uh, what, you, what you stand on. I looked at you. Uh, you, you served in the military. Can you, can you speak yes. on that a little bit? Because I know that our audience loves our veterans. Well, thank you. And I appreciate that. Uh, I served in the military when women were just going from being wax. We were no longer training basic training uh, with women. We started training with men. So I was just going through the first cycles that that happened. 21 of us went through training. Females went through training in our our, our unit and um, 12 of us graduated. You know, I used to complain growing up uh, with 12 other brothers and sisters. I used to complain about the fact that my goodness, I'll be so glad to get rid of these brothers of mine. That's, you know, that was one of the reasons for joining the army, but they helped me to be a stronger uh, fighter, a stronger warrior, because, you know, at an early age, I started throwing elbows with 12 other brothers and sisters. You got to throw elbows in order to uh, get your point across. So I joined the United States army and in the army, I was, I was uh, trained to, uh, to do administrative work. When I got to my duty station in Fort Hood, Texas, I was asked, do you know how to type? And I said, yes, I know how to type. And they said, welcome to battalion legal. So I did on the job training in battalion legal and um, enjoyed that time in the in the military. Um, Met my husband in the military and uh, married because back then, if you were an officer and enlisted, one of you had to get out. So I um, was enlisted. Wow. Wow. Well, everybody's thanking you for your service in the comment sections on social media, and I thank you as well. Another thing that I was uh, that I really loved is I saw that you were really fighting for election integrity, and you're fighting for Zuckerbucks, which we know is a big problem in Wisconsin. So one thing that I ask everybody that comes on this show, because we're trying to rid the party of rhinos as well, and I ask exactly. everybody to vet them for the for the uh, for the audience. Do you believe that the 2020 election was stolen out? From President Donald J. Trump. Absolutely. Good. There's no ifs and buts about it. Um, I was fortunate enough to work um, Central Count in Milwaukee. And I was there from 530 in the morning to 1130 at night. And we saw the fraud. Um, Our election law in Wisconsin says you must start counting ballots at seven o'clock in the morning. Ballots were put were put 
into the machine earlier than 7 a.m. These ballots did not come to the central pool for us to review those ballots. They went directly into the machine. So how can you verify that if it doesn't go through the pool of, of, of the counters that are right there? And um, there were Republican um, individuals that were there also, and they said, this ballot is invalid. They were told to shut up, sit down, or go home. So rather than us shutting up, sitting down, and going home, we kept information. And in keeping that information, not information on the person that cast the ballot, but the ballot numbers coinciding with the envelopes. And it gave us an opportunity to bring that information to those that were in the know. And, and, and fortunately for me, uh, of the nine candidates that are seeking to serve as Lieutenant Governor, I am the only one that has actually, as a private citizen, have a lawsuit against the five cities that illegally took money from Mark Zuckerberg during the 2020 election. Wow! I always tell people this. I don't wait for someone to tell me what to do. I don't wait for marching orders. When I see something wrong, I go after it full head. And that's what Republicans should do. That's what Republicans should do, regardless of what they say about us or what, what they call us. It, it, it is important for us to continue this fight. So, yes, absolutely. The election was stolen. And there's documentation that shows it over and over. There was fraud. There was abuse. I have family members that actually uh, fought doing civil rights uh, for voting rights. They marched. They were jailed with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And so I cannot say to my ancestors, what you did was in vain. When I saw abuse and fraud and if I had done nothing. So for me, yes, I will continue this fight regardless of what happens in this 2022 election. I will continue the fight because we need to know what happened. Well, you know, and, and, and the weird thing about it is, is, I mean, we know why they're not you know, letting it go through in courts. And we know why they're not saying it on showing it on mainstream media, because the proof is there. We've seen the proof from from what Mike Lindell's done, from what True the Vote's done, from just yeah. in, internally. We've seen the proof on that night. Um, two thousand mules, two thousand mules, you know, and uh, yes. anybody who watches that, if you walk out of that movie and go, the election wasn't stolen, then you just didn't pay attention to the movie or you don't exactly. care about facts. Exactly. Here's something I want to ask you. You brought up civil rights. You brought up that your your family members fought for voting rights. Um, have you ever seen these videos going around where you they 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 question all these liberals and they question all these people in school and they say, "Is voter ID racist?" And they go, "Yeah, black people don't have ID. Black people don't have ID. What do you? They can't get ID. They they refer and every time they're trying not to be racist." They're saying they don't, and these people don't, and they can't have access to this. And then they go and they, and they, and they just interview black people on the streets, and, and people go, what are you talking about? Yeah, I have ID. I've always had ID. Nobody exactly. I know, everybody I know has ID. Look at the racism exactly. coming from the left constantly. Constantly coming from the left. But this is what I see. I see it more evil than that. They're, they're trying to say, well, since people can't, quote unquote, get ID, then let us not have ID to vote. And it's going down wow, that trail yeah, good point. of not having vote and not having the ID. So therefore, anyone can vote, right. regardless of whether they're a citizen or not, if you don't have to show ID. But ID in itself needs 
to be more scrutinized because there's some really great fake IDs out there. But more importantly, we have to stop as Republicans being afraid of being called racist. You know, people call me everything but a child of God, and I don't cower. And mm. that's what we have to do as Republicans. We have to start standing up more because we know our history. We know what we have done, not just with establishing the Republican Party because of the fight of anti, you know, anti-slavery, but fighting in the civil, you know, fighting for civil rights. You know, people like Daddy Gore. See, I'm old enough to remember that. Oh. People like Daddy Gore did not support our civil rights. And it was Republicans that supported our civil rights. Right. It's time for us to take a stand again. And, and you know, that's one of the reasons why I'm pro-life. I'm pro-life with no exception. This is another thing for us to take into consideration and to fight to once again, be the party that leads from the front, not from the back. Amen. And, fight, and fighting for pro-life issues where we have personhood for the unborn. Mm. It is important for the Republican Party to once again find its courage and stand up and fight for what needs to be fought for and righting those wrongs. We abolished slavery. We need to now abolish uh, uh, abortions. Ooh. So that's where my fight, and I'm taking Ooh. my fight here in Wisconsin constantly and daily. Telling you what, you just gave me goosebumps. Do you know that ever since this abortion issue has really become like in the, in the face of everybody uh, again and in everybody's homes again, I have talked to more people like yourself, myself too, that said they used to say, and, and, and maybe you didn't, you sound very strong and very standing on your morals, but I, hear, I used to hear people say, well, I, I, I agree we should not have abortion, but I would make some exceptions. Those same people are now going, nope. No exceptions. That's where I stand, too. And I got a lot of flack for saying that last week. But look, I look well, at it you, like this. You're either a child of God or you're amen. not. Period. Amen. And, and see, I, I am pro-life with no exceptions because it hits me personally. My grandmother, she was raped. And that produced my mom. Wow. And I always tell people that if my grandma had aborted my mom, my smiley face wouldn't be here today. Aww. So I am so blessed. I am so blessed that I had a grandmom that stood strong Amen. and ended up having my mom that produced me here today. Because with me being here today, we have yet another warrior that will fight for things that need to be fought for. God works in mysterious ways and you can't yes, beat God. You can't beat God either. You um, cannot. <laughs> so, uh, so obviously you're in a state where you have a, uh, a rhino like Robin Voss. And you have a good man, I believe, uh, in Michael Gableman, who's been doing a heck of a job doing this investigation, but kind of had his kind of been kneecapped lately by Robin Voss. Um, as somebody who's running for lieutenant governor there, what is your stance on this whole thing with the constant stonewalling of getting to the bottom of what happened? What do you what is your take on the fact that the WEC still is not in jail? For their right. crimes that they've committed. Right, exactly. And, and so, see, we have, I'm going to talk in regards to the WEC. They should be eliminated. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, was, it was interesting where we had the Government Accountability um, Board. So they just changed the letters of that department, but they didn't change the structure or the people of that department. So we were still left. It's like, 
I'm going to throw out garbage, but I'm not going to throw out all of the garbage. Mm. You still got garbage. Mm. And in regards to what we're doing now with the lawsuit is that we're in we're in circuit court in Milwaukee County right now, and we're hoping to get our um, our case heard. But we've been at this for over a year. Mm. And, and and so I, I think it's it's very important for people to understand I'm not advocating that we stop. I'm advocating that we continue to fight stronger, mm. not just sit around and wait to see what happens, but to continue to fight stronger to make sure that this time around in 2022, we take 10 people to the polls. We get people more involved mm. in the polls. As my one of my uh, things that I do as the state ambassador for the Frederick Douglass Foundation is I go throughout the state of Wisconsin and I talk about issues that impact black and brown communities. And I am getting so much positive feedback. I've had people to say to me, you know, I really like what Trump did because you are right. Um, when I when I used my uh, EBT card, my food stamp card, when Trump was in office, I could at least buy 10 bags of groceries. Now that Biden's in office, my EBT dollars don't go as far. And that's one of the things, you know, I, I might be able to get five bags of groceries, but that's the important things as Republicans. We got to have those conversations. We got to talk about issues that impact the bottom line, just like with gas co uh, costs going up. It impacts the bottom line of everyone, especially the poor. So that's what I'm encouraging my Republican Party to do. And that's what I will continue to do. Um, and I always tell people, win, lose, or draw, you're going to still see me coming after our our Republican Party holding their feet to the fire, as well as Democrats holding their feet to the mm. fire. Because I was raised that to those that much is given, much is expected in return. And so... I've been given so many blessings in my life that I have to return. Amen. Well, when God gives you blessings, he wants to trust you with them. Whether it's Amen. money, whether it's whether it's money, whether it's family, whether it's opportunity, he wants you to do what's right with those and not take advantage of it. And I see that's what exactly. you're doing. I would love to have you back on as much as possible. Can you please tell the audience where they can go and help your campaign to get you over the top? Well, if you uh, if you live in the state of Wisconsin, please visit my website. Um, www.werner, the number four, ltgov.com, or look me up, Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, Warner, W-E-R-N-E-R, -E and participate and join my campaign. If you don't live in the state of Wisconsin, still participate and join my campaign and send me a couple of dollars because it is hard out there. Um, and, and, and I always tell people I am pro-life, pro-Wisconsin and pro-Second Amendment, and I will be that champion for you. Um, some of your audience may know uh, Sheriff David Clark. He yep. was uh, Milwaukee County Sheriff. Out of the nine candidates that are running for lieutenant governor, Sheriff Clark has said that Cindy will be that grassroots voice at the table. It doesn't matter who the governor is. Cindy will, if Cindy is blessed to become your lieutenant governor, she will make sure that the governor maintains and follows the Constitution. When, when the governor does something right, she will be clapping and cheering and pushing all the way. But if the governor does something wrong, she will be the first one to stand up Oof. 
you know, I always I always tell people that when I when I in 2016, when I was a Trump delegate, I fought to be a Trump delegate because I I was so inspired by what President Trump had done. And um, and in 2020, the same thing, because I always tell people I am not going to go along to get along, because if you want someone to do that, then I am not your gal. But if you want someone who's going to stand up and have your back because you're my kind of people, you're my kind of people that still loves America. You're my kind of people that still loves this country. And you are my kind of people that are willing to fight for what is right. Because if I need someone to have my six, I don't care what color you are. Mm. Just as long as you have my back. Amen. Well, Cindy, Amen. God bless you. You have yourself a great weekend. We'll keep in contact you with too. you. We'll bring you back on. Thank you very much. Okay. You've got our support, and have a great weekend, okay? Thank you. You too. Stay blessed. Okay, always. And that's Warner for Lieutenant Governor. And thank I, ha you. I had it up on the screen for you, so thank you so thank much. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, thank appreciate you, you too. Bye-bye. Folks, what a great, great, great interview with Cindy Werner, running for Lieutenant Governor there. She's going to hold people accountable. She's going to hold people's feet to the fire. If they do something wrong, what a strong candidate for Wisconsin. And I hope you guys definitely uh, elect her there because we need more people like that. Folks, we're going to be right back right after this commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Stay tuned. I'm wondering if Cresser liked that interview. Since Cresser thinks that we, uh, we here on Live from America... Um, are all racist to this, that, and the other. I wonder if they think that we're, uh, wonder what, I wonder what they think about that. Um, look, we're one people under God. There's a song that I wrote called One Race. And everybody who is a liberal sees that and they're like, they don't even listen to the song. They're like, he's advocating for one white race. But they're too stupid to understand that on the cover of that, if you Google Jeremy Harrell, one race is a black hand and a white hand shaking hands. And in that song, one of my best friends of all time, who uh, goes by the name of Dell, him and I talked about there is no races. We are one race, the human race. There's not a black race, a white race. There is a one race called the human race. And that's what we are. We are united, one human race. And I'm so very honored to have people like her on my show who just are such fighters. I'm talking about fighters, folks. That's what we want, and that's what we got. Look, we come back from this next commercial break here. Where our, our next segment is going to be a lot shorter before we go to commercial break because that interview lasted long, but there was no way in heck that I was cutting that short. I can tell you that. That interview was bomb diggity. So <laughs> let's come back from this commercial break, hit these last two points, and then go to the following commercial break, and we're going to try to do it kind of quick here. So let's do that now. Here we go. And welcome back to Le uh, Live from America, Leal, Real America's Voice News, Live from America. Come on, t -t -t today, Junior. Anyway, uh, locked and loaded right here with Jeremy Harrell. Let's get right to the next uh, to the next topic here. But what a great, great interview with uh, Lieutenant Governor candidate Cindy Werner. All right, folks, monkeypox, monkeypox. They can't do it again with COVID. You want to know why? Because we're keen to COVID. COVID doesn't exist anymore. It was always the flu. It might have been another strand of a flu, but it was always the flu. Let's keep it real. Let's stop trying to prop up COVID like it was some soldier of the CDC. It was nothing. And most people who got it blew through it better than a cold. 
Long story short, folks, why do you think they're keeping the southern border wide open other than to change our culture and diversify this country more than they feel it are, that it already is? I'll tell you why. Because the more they can keep this southern border open, the more chances they have to, cre- to call it a crisis when it fits their agenda. And why do you think monkeypox is already, uh, is already starting to be found in America, folks? Why do you think people in Massachusetts and New York are, 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 are getting monkeypox? Well, folks, it's just basically like deja vu. Here we go again. The Biden administration buys millions of doses of monkeypox vaccine after cases confirmed in Massachusetts and currently being investigated potential cases in the state of New York. With midterms fast approaching, Democrat approval ratings cratering out of control, baby formula completely gone, gas prices through the roof, the hysteria surrounding COVID-19 rapidly waning, it seemed like it was the only matter of time before another crisis developed that would, be, uh, that would help the left reinstitute tyrannical control mechanisms they used throughout the China virus pandemic, brought to you by Tony Gain-of-Function Ratface Fauci. Now we have monkeypox, folks, a viral infection that is traditionally mild and rare in humans, popping up all over uh, across western countries, uh, counties, excuse me. Oddly enough, the virus is seemingly spreading from person to person like never before. Well, isn't that weird? Almost like it was genetically designed to do so, leaving many people, including those in the scientific community, scratching their heads, asking themselves, what is going on? Huh. Now, we are obviously a long way off from what we experienced in the last pandemic. But either way, whether the origins of this more transmissible monkeypox virus are natural or something a little bit more nefarious like COVID-19 in the Wuhan lab, the timing of this new outbreak is obviously very curious, to say the least. With a recent surge of nearly 40 cases in Europe, the first positive case being confirmed in the United States on Wednesday was in Massachusetts, And the second possible case now in New York is being investigated by health officials in New York City. The Biden administration is wasting no time in preparing for the next pandemic health emergency. Yesterday, the federal government ordered 13 million monkeypox vaccines. Why? Why? If like four people have it in the United States, why are they ordering 13 million monkeypox vaccines? Why would they be spending your taxpayer dollars on it and not shipping it to Ukraine so they can funnel it back to themselves? Why are they buying monkeypox vaccines by the millions? Isn't that weird? Well, they bought them from the European biotechnology company Bavarian Nordic. In all total, of $119 million was spent to get this vaccine which works out to be about $9.15 per dose. The order will convert bulk vaccines, which have already been made and invoiced under previous contracts, with the U.S. government into freeze-dried versions, which have, been improved, which have improved shelf life, by the way. The first doses of this version of monkeypox are expected to be delivered and invoiced in 2023 and the beginning of 2024. 13 million seems a little odd, doesn't it? 13 million seems like a, like a little bit of an overreach, doesn't it? Hmm, kind of odd. Anyway, long story short, folks, don't be surprised if they do this once again. But you know we got to give them an award today. 
Because they think that we are so incredibly stupid that we didn't see this coming 10 million miles away. Let's go ahead and give them... Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day, ladies and gentlemen, right there in that swamp donkey bucket because they think you're incredibly stupid. Are you? Are you going to allow them to do this again? Are you ever going to be locked down again? Will you literally die on that hill of never being locked down again? I know I will. Anyway, folks, moving right along, I want to play quickly a video from you from Jake Bequet. Jake Bequet or Jake Bequet. I'm not sure exactly how he pronounces his name. I'm sure he'll tell you in this next video. But if you remember, just earlier this week, I told you that the GOP tried to screw him there, just like they screwed Madison Cawthorn in North Carolina, except in a little different way. They tried to change his name on the ballot so that nobody would know who they were exactly voting for. They tried to screw him out of this once again because the GOP does not want MAGA candidates. Now, if you remember John Boozman, who was a Trump-endorsed senator running for Senate there again, he is now doing hit pieces in a Democrat way, using Democrat tactics on Jake Paquette for his military record, folks. Something that is untouchable, something that you do. That is over the line. That is like going after somebody's family just to go after somebody's family. Check this out. This is uh, Jake Paquette saying exactly saying what happened to him because of John Boozman. Well, it's almost election day here in Arkansas, and as if the ballot debacle wasn't enough, now Team Bozeman is sending out mailers attempting to smear my military service. Now, these are the same tactics used by the radical left to attack conservative veterans who run for office. But I guess now the establishment right is doing this in support of someone, John Bozeman, who never served a day in his life. Now, I get it, John. This is about politics. I'm too conservative for you. I'm too America first. But just because you can't debate the issues or defend your own record doesn't mean you get to smear me or smear any other veteran who served this country honorably. This is beneath you. This is beneath the office that you serve. And you are unfit for a third term in the U.S. Senate. I 100% agree. Leave people's military records alone. Look, I can't stand Dan, Dan Crenshaw. I think he is like the rhino of all rhinos. But do you ever see me attacking his mil military record? No, because I am honored that he did that for me. I am honored that he fought for my freedom. But that doesn't give you a free pass to be a jerk for the rest of your life. And we will never attack his military record. Rhino Boozman has got to go. And he's got to go fast. We'll be right back right after this. Now, for the social media audience, I want to tell you I am very, very impressed right now. Bannon just had Candace Taylor on his show. And Candace Taylor, much like last night when she came on our show, I, he, well, he was on the screen. So when he came on our show, or she came on our show last night, she was going to an event in her car. She pulled over and gave an interview. And I just saw Steve Bannon interviewed uh, Candace Taylor as well, and she was pulled over in her car. I have loved the fact that Bannon is finally giving uh, Candace Taylor the time that she deserves to plead her case because she's being completely looked over by everybody else in the world, and I cannot stand that. I love the fact that he had her on. It's time to push real people. It's time to push people like uh, Candace Taylor over the top. It's time to make sure that we push people like Madison Cawthorn back into the limelight. 
because these are the people that are going to fight for you, not some politician who flies in on a private jet. I'm so sick of that crap. And I'm so sick of people going, well, President Trump endorsed him. He must be good. No. President Trump is trying to play politics because he's in a political game and he's doing what he thinks is right to win. That doesn't mean these people are going to be loyal to him. That doesn't mean that these are the only people that can win. Stand up for the people that look like you. Stand up for the people that talk, walk, and act like you. And I want to give a big happy birthday to Bumble as well on Rumble. God bless you and happy birthday. Now, when we come back from this next commercial break, we're going to have some laughs here, as we like to have here on Live from America. But first, we're going to hit our uh, first. We're going to hit uh, one of our sponsors because we got to make sure that we uh, we got to make sure that we give our sponsors some limelight too, because they're helping fund this uh, when other people can't, and that's what we really appreciate. So, let's come back from this commercial break and let's get right back to it. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. God bless each and every one of you, and I. I'm so very happy that you uh, stayed with us throughout the evening, folks. Uh, What a great show we had today and every day here on Live from America. I would like to give some love right now to one of our sponsors of the show, Gold Co. Secure your nest egg or your retirement while the bottom is getting ready to fall out of the dollar. The bottom never falls out of gold. The The bottom never falls out of silver. And something that the United States stopped doing a long time ago was backing our dollar with gold and silver so that we could never have an unforeseen recession or depression like under Barack Hussein Obama and the very uneducated, unskilled George W. Bush. So, folks, if you do have a retirement or an nest egg, maybe, maybe, some, maybe a 401k, maybe pull out half of it, maybe not all of it, and maybe invest in real gold by getting hold of goldco.com slash live or by calling 855 559 3433. That's goldco.com. They are a sponsor of Life from America. Tell them we sent you. And let's all rise together as we continue to build this parallel economy. Now, folks, something I wanted to do here today is the Life from America producer. He's a very, very, uh, he's a very special individual. Okay. Very special individual. I apologize, by the way, for having the wrong uh, templates up there, and you still seen Cindy Warner at the bottom there. But uh, Life from America producer, he makes us laugh. He, he produces memes and videos that make us laugh, and today I wanted to highlight a few of those. So, folks, check this out. Here's the first one. Corn Pop was a bad dude. I, I, I got hairy legs that, 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 that turned blonde in the sun, and I learned a lot about cockroaches that summer because Corn Pop was a bad dude. And I learned a lot about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you grab that from Getter, Rumble, Instagram, Facebook, or any other place you could follow us, Telegram, and share that around for a good laugh. Corn Pop was a bad dude. Oh, but we got some more here, folks. Check out this one right here. The Baby Killers Club. You guys all remember that old famous book uh, series, The Babysitter's Club? Well, this is The Baby Killers Club. Starring Pocahontas, AOC, Stretchface Armstrong, Rashida Tlaib, Jay Appel, and many more. And of course, the purple-haired freaks at the bottom who are screaming, keep your hands off my uterus. Whatever. Anyway, the Baby Killers Club. You guys want to share that around for a laugh. And we've got this one. Michelangelo Bernovich. Michelangelo Bernovich. He doesn't want to do his job. He doesn't want to lock people up. No, he wants to show you his nunchuck skills. So in the great words of Carrie Lake, less nunchucks, more handcuffs. Michelangelo, or excuse me, Michelangelo Bernovich, who thinks he is a ninja turtle. 
Folks, <laughs> thank you to the Live from America producer for always giving us some laughs. And thank you for joining us each and every evening and every day here on Real America's Voice News. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Visit JeremyHarrell.com, help fund and support the show, and I'll see you guys next week. Keep your families close, keep smiles on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. God bless each and every one of you. Peace! Rebirth of America Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up Long as I live, long as I breathe, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America